0: Thank you for listening to Ingram Law. As always, we appreciate you being a guest. Um, Our website is JoeIngramLaw.com. Again, JoeIngramLaw.com. Our phone number is 205-335-2640. Again, 205-335-2640. As always, um, our motto is uh, Get Relief get results. And we believe in that very strongly every day in our practice. Today, we have the privilege and honor of a guest, a private investigator that does work both in family law and in criminal law. And I've worked with him personally. And um, we're going to bring him on the line in just a minute and have a conversation with him. So stand by for just a second. Richard, you there? I am. You made it. I did it. Praise Jesus. All right. So for our listeners at home, um, I call you either Richard or Richie B is what I like to call you. Um, (laughs) So um, for those that don't know you, uh, Richard, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your background.
1: Uh, My name is Richard Boyd and I am a private investigator. I own Hawkeye Intelligence and I've been a private investigator going on five years now. Um, Went to school in hopes of being an attorney. Decided that wasn't for me. Did a few other things in the meantime and landed here. And I love it.
0: I know you do. I know you do. Um, So you said you wanted to be a lawyer. How how did you get into this type of work? Just curiosity.
1: Um, well, I've always loved law and things having to do with law and solving law puzzles, so to speak. And, um, I don't know. I, uh, had some personal experiences that required some sleuthing and I'm like, Hey, I kind of like this. And I knew other people that had hired private investigators and, I knew that private investigators always have work because as long as people are misbehaving, you've always got a job, <laughs> and uh, and people are always misbehaving, right? So um, um, that is true. And I'd looked into it. Actually, I'd looked into it quite a few years before I actually decided to get to get the license. And um, I don't know. I just had a lot of stuff going on. And then just one day I'm like, you know what? I want to look more into this. I'll look more into it. And I guess it was just the right time in my life, the right season. And, uh, and did it and got my license and started the business.
0: Um, we had a conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing a case. I needed you to, to do some work on for me. And I remember us talking about this briefly, share with the audience you said something about the number of either process servers or investigators either in the Birmingham or Alabama market was really, really high. Share, share that with the audience, please.
1: Well, at the time that I started this business and when I was doing my research, um, I learned that Birmingham's the third most lucrative market for private investigators in the United States. Really? Yep. <laughs> but you know you can't sling a dead cat in this town without hitting an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh you know there's lots of work to be had out there and you know it's it's pretty it's pretty good business it and it yeah. helps that I like it too so yeah, I can't ever see myself in anything else
0: i can't either um knowing you personally i i i i think i think you got you got a great uh perspective and personality for what you do um The audience at home doesn't know you as well as I do. Uh, I've known you for a couple of years now. Um, Share with the audience the type of cases uh, you investigate and what, what, what investigation really means.
1: Okay. Well, mostly it's domestic. I would say 60 to 70% of my cases are domestics and domestics are going to be infidelity, child custody or alimony. Usually. Um, that is the bulk. Then you have things like non-competes, um, where a company has agreed with a former employee that they will not basically steal their clients. And sometimes, you know, people being the way that they are, do not honor their agreements. And, and, uh, the company wants to know if they're coming in contact with clients former clients or whatever that they're not supposed to um things like that there's a lot of process serving involved i have investigate. i have worked for um lawyers out of new york that are trying to catch business establishments usually restaurants and bars uh broadcasting or showing ufc fights Um, without a commercial license Um, this is what I basically tell people I'm an information broker I get information for you and I sell you the results and whatever whatever information you need if it can be legally obtained I will get it for you
0: that's a good way to describe what you do
1: right information broker And a lot of times people can't do it themselves or they don't know how to do it themselves or they don't have the expertise. You know, experience means a lot in this job. And, you know, of course, there's always a a plateau that you will reach at some point where the new things that you learn will come fewer and further between. But, you know, um, experience means a lot because you start learning what works and what don't work. And people who have no investigative experience, usually it does not occur to them to think outside of the box or or how to approach a situation. So,
0: Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity, because you've done some investigative work for me trying to catch people s- serving papers that are dodging process service. Um, you worked on one criminal case with me do you have a preference as to the type of work you do as do you, would it be family law or would it be criminal law or does it matter?
1: Definitely family law. Definitely family law. When I, when I was, my intention, when I was, when my goal was to become an attorney was to be a family law attorney. <clears throat> so hmm. uh, it's definitely family law. I just, I don't know. I mean, there's so many investigators that don't like surveillance and they don't like uh, domestic cases, but I mean, I like them. So, I mean, I I like people and I like meeting new people and getting to know people's stories, things like that. I enjoy that. So, um, you know, I like the rotating, um, variety of different personalities and situations. And I just like to hear people's stories.
0: Um, one, one, one thing that makes you really good at what you do is you're very relatable and you're easy to talk to. And I think that would be a plus in what you do is trying to get information from people is that you're very, you're very easy to talk to.
1: Right. And I've been told that a lot and I usually get the information that I want. Um, you know, I, sometimes I have to do, perform what's called a pretext where I tell somebody that I'm one thing. You know, I don't tell them I'm an investigator. I, you know, have a, a pretext, a story that I tell them. Uh, to get information from them it's not illegal but you know if someone is leasing land that they're allowing people to hunt on and they're not supposed to then i'm going to go to the neighbors and tell them that i am interested in hunting in that land do you know anybody do you know who owns it and do you know whether they let people hunt on that land or not have you seen hunters out there i have to present myself as someone else in order to get the information that i that i can also i mean i've read and i've gone through classes on how to interview people and you know I've, there's some education there too and i've learned how to i've just learned how to get information out of people I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good at it I, I always did it with my kids i i got a confession out of my kids 99 of the time when they did something they weren't
0: supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> um for the <laughs> listener to this podcast, how would someone contact you if they wanted to hire you, um, for your services?
1: Um, well, I have a website, birminghampi.com. Um, there's an email address, contact at birminghampi.com. And the number to reach me is 205-864-1766.
0: Okay, and just for the audience at home that doesn't really understand what we do in the legal world, um, you are a paid professional. What you do is not free, right? So, so what is the typical charge for the nature of your service?
1: Well, it's going to depend on what we're talking about. Typical infidelity case, not in the Birmingham area, is going to uh, you're going to have a retainer of about two thousand dollars. If we go a little bit out, say Coleman, Gadsden, somewhere like that, it'll be like 2500 So, you know, it's just going to depend on the circumstances. Um, We usually try to, like with with a typical infidelity case, and really with child custody cases too, it just depends on what the court orders are and all that. But with an infidelity case, it's usually we try to catch them about three times to try to establish a pattern for the judge. Right. You know, with a child custody, sometimes it's like they're not supposed to drink a single drop of alcohol around my child ever. Then, you know, if we only have to catch them one time and we know they're going to be going to a party or, you know, we know that they do it every day, but we just need to get evidence of it. Then, you know, you're talking about a $500, $1,000 retainer. I mean, it just depends on how many hours we're talking about.
0: Right. So, Um, For the listener, because I I love what you do. I find it fascinating um, we talk off the, all the time, Mm. um, describe a typical day for you as an investigator. What, what, what's a typical day in the life of Richard?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, aside from all the business stuff, like answering emails and phone calls and, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, I, I'll go, I have, make sure all my cameras are charged up, make sure I've got all my memory cards and my devices. And I've make sure I've got food and gas and get in the car and I'll go. Sometimes we have a tracker on somebody's car. Sometimes we don't. I love it when we have a tracker. It makes my job so much easier. Um, but I'll go wherever they are supposed to be, wherever we are going to end up at the same place at the same time. And I'll find somewhere to hide out and usually in my car where I can see them see their vehicle. And, uh, just basically track their movements all day. I mean, if they go into a store, then I follow I go into the store and I have a camera on me. You know some it'll either be my cell phone or I have several you know cameras that look like other things like pens or things like that. and uh, just document everything they do. Get a video, get pictures. everybody they come in contact with, uh, you know, find out who the people they come came in contact with are. Um, yeah. Sometimes my surveillances are three or four hours and sometimes they're 16 hours. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did a 16 hour surveillance the day before Thanksgiving.
0: Jeez. Um, just out of curiosity, do you have a favorite story that sticks out in your mind from your line of work that you'd like to share? Or is there, is there a niche uh, case that you had that kind of sticks out that that you always remember at, in your line of work?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, there's a good uh, I've got several good good <laughs> stories. But the one that comes to my mind first is I can remember I was following a, a, a someone's wife. She had told her husband that she needed to get away from the kids for a little while, so she rented a hotel room. So, <clears throat> you know, we knew that. That was not true, <laughs> which well, she did rent the hotel room, but it wasn't to get away from the kids. So her to followed her to the hotel. And um, she went into the hotel. She left. She met a man uh, near some restaurants. They had dinner. Uh, they they went into the restaurant. I walked in the restaurant. I saw the perfect table where I could get exactly what I needed. Walked up to the hostess and said, I need that table.
0: Richard so I believe we lost can
1: you hear me now yeah we lost you okay. for a second I don't know what happened what's the last thing I you don't heard either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: what's the last thing you heard
0: Um, you were talking about the waitress
1: Okay, so the hostess, I told hostess, her I want that table. Right, I, I said I want that table right there. She says, "Well, there's people ahead of you, and that table still needs to be cleaned off." So I slid her a twenty and said, "How about now?" She said, <laughs> "I'll be right with you," and she <laughs> and she went herself and cleaned the table off, and I got my table. So we've got great video of the woman throwing her head back and laughing, throwing her leg up rubbing the man's leg great video then we followed them to the hotel room well i was in the when i follow someone up to a hotel room you know i've already done some preliminary work and found out what the room number is so i followed i i get in the elevator with them and i have a camera running the entire time and so we went up to the floor um they went out of the elevator first i went behind them and this particular hotel has Uh, the doors are not flush with the wall. They have like, there's like a little, they're like indented into the wall. So there's like, you know, like a little three foot hallway, so to speak, I guess you could say. Um, so as they're walking down the hall, I'm, I'm moving from indention to indention with my camera, um, lens around the corner and I'm back. So, but I can see what's going on on my, on my phone. And I'm videoing them walking down the hallway, trying to get them going in the room together. Well, this particular couple just happened to go to the wrong room, so I'm standing there, and they start walking right towards me. So I have to think fast. So what I do is I reach behind me and I hit the door. I, I jiggle the door handle and I hit the door with my fist to make it sound like I opened the door and and it shut. And I walked out in front of them and walked right into the vent, vent, and walked into the vending area that I just happened to see cause I didn't even know it was there until this moment. <laughs> and they walked <laughs> past me and, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a, that, that, I, I panicked for a second, but I figured it out. I but like I always, creative. Like, yeah, I like that story.
0: Um, for our listener, um, what do you believe that they should know before they hire an investigator?
1: have all your information know what kind of car they have obviously but you know make where you can describe it to me make model color year tag number very important who owns the vehicle um what are your goals what are we looking for where will they where are they what time will they most likely be misbehaving and 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 where will they most likely do their misbehaving and that can go for anything that's not just infidelity that's for Child custody, you know, alimony is a little different because you have to establish that they live somewhere. So it's not, you're not really trying to catch them to do anything, any yeah. behaviors, but that's, that's pretty much, you know, I love it when a client has all their stuff together when they've already, when they call me because short, sweet phone call and, you know, we can get business done and then get started.
0: Yeah. They get, they get a better bang for their buck if they have all their information and ready for you.
1: I tell people all the time, the more information you have, the less you have to pay me to get.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that got, that goes for me, too.
1: <laughs> yep. That's right. Okay. That's well, right. Richard, know their habits. Know their schedule. Know their habits.
0: Yeah. Well, Richard, we thoroughly enjoyed having you as a guest today. I know your time's valuable. Uh, I know you're taking the time out of your day to talk with us, and I appreciate it. And I know that our listeners will enjoy it, may find it educational, and may need your service. And uh, we thank you for your time today.
1: Uh, Likewise. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Again, listeners at home, uh, our web address is joeingramlaw.com. Our phone number is 205-335-2640. If you have questions, submit those to us, and we'll take them off the air. As we always say, take care of yourself and each other and have a good day. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers.